A woman marries her dog on live TV during a British morning show. And McDonald's unintentionally designs cups with blowjob overtones in Japan. And one in four delivery drivers admit to tasting your food. (laughs) These are the weird stories for Thursday. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. And we're doing some pretty cool things over here. I'm glad you're here with me. Let's get into the stories. Hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Hard, 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 hardcore, hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Booty, booty, booty buffet. Hardcore wife-swapping booty buffet. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. A woman marries her dog on live television during the British morning show. A lot of you sent me this article, and I appreciate that. You know, I've, I've covered many articles where women have married non-humans, non-human entities, like a zombie doll, a, the ghost of a dead pirate, a duvet. Now this woman's marrying her dog, apparently. The article says, The love between dog and man is an unbreakable bond, but one woman recently took that connection to a whole other level on live TV. During Tuesday's broadcast of the British daytime television show This Morning, 49-year-old Elizabeth Hode tied the knot with her golden retriever Logan. During the show, the former model told viewers she has previously struggled with love having had four previous engagements and over 200 dates and decided that she was going to stop looking for dates altogether. Well, you know, I don't think you're giving it enough of a chance. Um, 200 dates? Eh. (laughs) And that's it? I've completely given up. She says... I got a little recording. I got to play a little bit of this video because it's really... I get all that, but as regards human relationships yes. and with men in particular, have you have you gone as far to say you have given up? I've completely given up. I've hand on heart. I've been on all those websites. From can I name some of them? Well, anyway, no, you've been on lot, them. There's so many. There's so well, muddy you. matches. You know, yeah. farmers, millionaires. Wait, she was on farmers. The one for farmers. She doesn't seem like a farmer. She's a former model. <laughs> Okay. Really desperate to go on the farmer's dating website. I've been on farmers. I've been on, you know, fans of Sasquatch. I've been on... <laughs> Maybe she's really tried them all. Maybe she's got a point. Match.com, match.com, but then, Tinder. But, okay, but, let's, but do you not get to the stage where you have to ask yourself the question, is it them or is it you? It must be. It's definitely her. be me. I mean, I'm... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you got particularly high standards, do you think? Well, no. (laughs) Not if she's marrying a dog. (laughs) High standards. What are you talking about? She's marrying a golden retriever. Very sad situation. I mean, I'm making fun of this woman, but it's just really sad. For rails. I mean, everything's just going wrong for her. She explained that she's no longer seeking men after her last boyfriend turned out to be married. Well, you know. 
another quote here. She says, it's not just me. I meet with 10 other friends a week. That's very specific. Is that your... I will, I will not meet with any more or less than 10 friends a week. Okay. No, no you can't come, Stacy. That would make 11. She says, I meet with 10 friends a week. We go on lo lots of trips with our dogs. I'm not working at the moment. So my friends are like, why don't you just marry your dog? And you listen to these morons. Is that what you're doing? What does it have to do with not working? Well, you're not working. Why don't you marry your dog? Okay. Well, you know, you really, you really go to a lot of music festivals. Why don't you marry your hula hoop? <laughs> what the hell's going on here? The program ended with an actual wedding ceremony between Hode, the former model, and her beloved golden retriever as she walked Logan, that's the name of the dog, down the aisle to a live rendition of Paul Anka's Puppy Love. The official of the ceremony is former Big Brother contestant Allison Hammond, who gave an address filled with dog puns. Anybody taking this seriously? I mean, how do you, how do you take this seriously? The dog was dressed in a tuxedo and a top hat. You taking this seriously? I mean... <laughs> I now pronounce you as dog and woman, Hammond exclaimed. I, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> there was even doggy vows during the ceremony to make it legit, apparently. Here's, here's, <laughs> here's a quote. With my body, I promise to take you for daily walkies. And all that I have in my doggy treat cupboard, I give to you. And all those cuddles on the sofa, I share with you. Oh, boy. And I implore you to hump my leg at every chance you get. Please, Logan, you know how that makes me feel all tingly. <laughs> no, no, she didn't say that. I made that last part up. Because it's ridiculous, just like this whole ceremony. Now, my, my question is, is this a legal marriage? I don't know how it works over there in the UK, but... I in the U.S., I don't think this is legal. I don't think this is going to be recognized as a bona fide marriage. And that woman that married the dead pirate ghost, I think she had to go on a boat and do it in international waters where apparently anything goes in international waters. You can go out there and start a casino and marry a sex robot, apparently. I mean, there's no... <laughs> you can... You can go out there and start your cult in the open sea. Uh, your make love to dogs cult or whatever the hell you want to do out there. Uh, that was stupid, sorry. But yeah, I'm just wondering, does anybody know anything about the marriage laws in the UK? Because I, I don't think this is going to be legit. <laughs> it's good entertainment, though. Should we feel bad for this lady? I don't know. Is she giving it her all? I don't know. I need more information. She's a good-looking woman. Like, she's really attractive for her age, for sure. I mean, I'd imagine men her age would, would would find her to be very attractive. Unfortunately, you know, being attractive isn't... I mean, obviously, it's not everything. She's got a little... There's something upstairs that's a little off. She's marrying a dog, you know, but... She looks dateable to me. I mean, I don't see what the problem is. I expected when I saw the title of this article just to find some real washed-up woman of... You know, 50-something or whatever. But she doesn't seem like that at all. She's got her shit together. She, She's probably a former model. She probably has some wealth. She doesn't have to work. I don't I don't see the issue. I don't think she's giving it her all. That's just me. I need more information, but that's my hunch. I can't date a, a woman like this, to be honest with you. 
no kidding, Jonesy? A, a woman that would marry a dog you can't date? Yeah, I know. And I'm, I'm not really going out on a limb here. I just can't. I can't even be with a, a woman who's this obsessed with a dog or any pet. I'm just, I can't do the pet obsessed people. They just drive me up a wall. I remember, uh, you know, I don't know, half a year ago, I met that girl down in Orange County. She's like a, it's an hour south. And she, after my show, we had a nice night hanging out. She brought her little, she's like, we got to go to my, uh, can we go pick up my dog? Take him, for, I got to take him for a walk. It's, and I'm like, all right, all right. I drive her to her place. We, we walk the dog along the ocean. Great time. She's lovely. Uh, beautiful. Good kisser. And, but I don't live down there. You know, so then when I go back home and then we have interaction, I invite her up here. Come up to L.A., you know, we'll have a good time. Take you around. She's like, yeah, I got to bring my I got to bring my dog, though. You, can, you, can I have a dog at your place? I'm like, I, I have roommates. You can't have a dog at my place. It's not, you know, leave the dog. It just seemed natural for me that you would leave the dog, come up here and hang out with me. Can't leave the dog, though. Cannot leave the dog. So I can't. I can't leave him for more than five, six hours um, alone. I just can't do it. I'm like, how? This is your life? How do you? How do you have a life? You know, there's people like there, out there like this, like a lot of people. And I, I'd imagine this. You know, this Elizabeth Hode, this model girl, feels this way about her dog, as well. I just can't do that. You gotta, you know. When it becomes unreasonable, your little lifestyle, whatever it may be. When it becomes unreasonable to those around you, when it limits you, limits your social life, limits your geographical access, limits you financially, that's when you got to question your behavior. Unexamined behavior. This is a major, major problem. Um, I've got real serious right there, but you know, I should be giving up proper advice. Well, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Call the show. Tell me what you think. Is this normal behavior, just marrying your dog? Being obsessed with your pets? What do you? How do you feel about that? Weird AF News, 646-450-2012. Went way too long with this one. McDonald's unintentionally designs cups with blowjob overtones. Oh, I got this article sent to me this morning. It's fabulous. It says, people's idealistic views of love grow murkier all the time. McDonald's Japan's new cup designs are somehow symbolic of this change, where sweet saccharine affection ends up getting tinged with eroticism. What's with this? Who wrote this? William Blake? The language in this article. The fast food chain recently debuted adorable cup designs for a variety of McFizz soft drinks that are available in Japan. To make them appear more suitable for the warmer weather, McDonald's Japan decided to unleash new designs depicting an innocent summer romance. As you might know, summer romances aren't all that innocuous. While McDonald's cups illustrated with a young man and woman are created to appear as if they are kissing each other when rotated... Internet users have discovered that certain angles make it seem as if the female is going down on the male on this cup. <laughs> and I saw this in the images. It's amazing. You turn the cup a certain way and it looks like the, <laughs> the woman's going down on him. And when tilted in another way, the guy appears to be giving her oral pleasure on the cup. 
It's amazing. How did they not figure this out? How was this not tested before it was released by the factory? I have no idea. When you rotate the cup a third way, the images looks look as if the male is grabbing the woman's ass. <laughs> another you you rotate the cup another way and it looks like the dude is grinding her from behind. This is all true. And that's not all, unfortunately. One version has the girl touching the guy's nether regions, while a sixth alternative makes it look like the male is getting affectionate with a minor. Oh, I didn't see those ones. Who knew that innocent drinkware designs could end up looking so much like Karma Sutra? Hilarious. You have to Google this to see the images, though. Just McDonald's uh, blowjob cups, Japan, and just see... <laughs> i got to get me some of these. Anybody in Japan can mail me one of these. I really need one. Before they take them off the shelves, or, I don't know, is that what, does McDonald's have shelves? Is this, is this what you call it? Before they take them out of the McDonald's in Japan, I really need to get one of these. <laughs> it's amazing. And the fact that it's in Japan makes it even more funny because they're just so like sexually squeamish over there. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like if you could easily offend anybody with an image of a, I don't know, a blowjob on a cup, I mean, it would be Japan, for sure, for sure. So yeah, reach out to me if you're in Japan. We got to get Jonesy a cup. Need it. And Google this image. Oh, you must see it. So funny. I wish this was happening in the US. I would be <laughs> ecstatic to own one of these. Oh, man. Yeah, you can't even count on these major corporations to get their shit together. You really can't. It's just, it's it boggles my mind. But I'm grateful because it gives me stories for this for this podcast. <laughs> right? Yay! You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. You're not going to like to hear this, but one in four delivery drivers admit that they have tasted your food. Food delivery apps are becoming increasingly popular, as you know even in suburban areas of the U.S., but is convenience worth it if delivery drivers are sampling your dinner? A recent survey conducted by restaurant food supplier U.S. Foods examined consumer and delivery worker habits when it comes to both ordering and delivering meals. The data revealed some unique insights as to how long people will actually wait to get their food, attitudes toward tipping, and more. Unfortunately, it also revealed some unsettling statistics. For example, out of nearly 500 delivery workers surveyed, more than 25% said they'd munched on food from an order. (laughs) Oh boy, 25%, more than 25% have tried the food. Apparently, the temptation of a delicious meal is just too hard to resist, especially when it's not even yours. The article says something about conducting the studies. They surveyed 1,500 American adults who said they have used this app, blah, 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 blah. They surveyed 500 adults who identified as as having worked as a delivery driver, etc. They found that the average American has has two food delivery apps on their smartphone from which they order about three times a month on average. The most popular apps include Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, and Postmates all of which are third-party delivery services that partner with restaurants and grocery stores to bring food to people's homes. <laughs> yeah, They've emailed these companies, asked them to give a response to the data, but they have not returned the email. Because they're probably embarrassed to learn that 25% of the delivery drivers are trying the food. Hey, man, this is what you get 
<laughs> you know what I mean? This is what you get when you hire people through apps like this. You don't know. The, the screening, the level of screening isn't intense enough. Not that it would be crazy intense anyways for delivery drivers. Like, what are you going to do? Drug test them? I mean, you could, but, you know, no one's going to apply to be a delivery driver. Like, who wants to be a delivery driver? You got to kind of take what you can get, right, at this point. So what do you get? You get people who are, you know, who are, well, first of all, they're smoking weed the entire shift. Obviously, they're looking at the food next to them going like, wow, dude, I really got to try a bite of that. Just one fry, man. Just one wing. Just one bite of that burger. They're thinking about it. (laughs) They're stoned, clearly. (laughs) Also, they're not the greatest people in the world. They're not the most honest people in the world in general. I'm sorry if you're a delivery driver. Maybe you're a good one. Maybe you're completely on the up and up. But, you know, let's. I'm, I'm generalizing here. The stats don't lie, bro. Not only did 28% of delivery drivers admit that they had taken a nibble from a customer's order, 17% of customers said they'd had an experience where a delivery driver simply left food outside and didn't even hand it off to them. Well, you can't do that because then you're risking seagulls coming down and swooping away with your food. You know how that happens, guys. Seagulls are everywhere. They're just grabbing our food. Oh, not just at the beach. They'll come right to your back door. To address this issue, a majority of customers said they'd like restaurants to invest in tamper-evident labels to help combat this in the future. Yeah, but how do you combat the drivers trying your food? What do you do about that? I don't know how you do that. You got to put a video camera on them 24-7 or some shit. I have no idea. I mean... got to get to the bottom of this but i don't know if there's a solution i'd like to see the, see the stats on how many drivers admitted that they spit in the food or did some other nefarious activity unleashed some some sort of bodily fluid into the delivery food i mean you got to imagine that happens too i don't want to think about it and i'm sorry that i put that in your brain right there but i'd imagine it happens think about how vulnerable we are using these apps you got a stranger bringing you your food the person doesn't even work for the business that made the food they're a total third party they might even they might not ever use this app again they may jump in and work for a week and never do it again what incentive do they have to create this like great relationship with customers or a business or the uh or the restaurant they have no incentive whatsoever they feel no identity to either of them so who's to say they're not going to do something nuts, like even put some poison in there? I mean, it's, it scares me to think what's possible. Now that anybody who who wants to create their own little business just can do it with a smartphone. Oh, what do, I can drive. Oh, I'm just going to be a taxi driver. Oh, oh no, nah, I'm just going to deliver food. Oh, I got a scalpel at home. I'm going to be a doctor. Join the doctor app. Ah, uh, yeah, I've, I've walked a dog before. I'm gonna, Now I'm a professional dog walker with this app. Like, you're really opening up the pool to just about anybody, and you're going to get some Looney Tunes. And it's kind of frightening. So, I don't know what we do about that. Tougher screening in the sign-up process, but, you know, I signed up to be a Lyft driver. I never did it, um, but I was on my way to doing it uh, to make a little extra cash, and I was... 
I wasn't really blown away by the sign-up process. It was very easy. <laughs> like, it was very... Yeah, yeah. A copy of your license. Okay, here you go. What's your name? <laughs> We're going to check your driving record. Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> are you going to <laughs> check my uh, dry-humping my passenger record? Because <laughs> I don't know where you're going to find the stats on that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't dry-hump my passengers, you know, unless I love them. It's a great way to get to know your passenger, really, if we're being honest. <laughs> I'm kidding. Jonesy doesn't condone dry humping your passenger. Unless you you have a history of having relations, then yeah, sure. But make sure the car's parked, okay? Don't do it while driving. It's very dangerous. Get on my lap, baby. I'm going to make a U-turn. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, what's up, weirdos? Thanks for listening to the episode of Weird AF News that I put out today. Thanks for listening to any others that you happen to, you know, dive into. Tomorrow's Friday, so you know the deal with that. Looking forward to that. I want to give a little shout-out to Jeff Coleman, who's one of my patrons, who's in, and is also an Irishman, who says the word mate. I love it when someone calls me mate. It's so cool. It hardly ever happens. He says, uh, found, you, found you by Google. You are the best thing since sliced bread. You make every day a good day. Thank you, Jeff Coleman. Major love right there. Sliced bread, huh? That's pretty cool. Also, Colin Hirsch sent me a very long email with an article that was a little old, but very weird. And some weird stories must never die. In addition to that, he, uh, he wrote me a nice little note in here. He says, my son and I listen to your podcast regularly. Obviously, I like it, or we wouldn't listen. I would like to point out uh, something that could be improved. He says, sorry if I'm coming across as a dick, by the way. Uh, what a nice guy. It often sounds like you're reading the articles for the first time on the podcast. Yes, that's correct. I am, usually. This leads to you asking questions about sp specifics of the article that don't get answered. Don't act like you don't have Google sitting right in front of you, Jonesy. Read the article, look up the answers, then record. Just a suggestion. Thank you. I do that sometimes, but, you know, I also just like to kind of be perplexed. I think it's like, you know, sometimes you find yourself reading these articles and you don't look up the things you just sit you just perplexed by it and so um you know th if that's what naturally happens sometimes i just let it sit like that i think it's i think it it's rather charming that i don't know what the hell i'm talking about sometimes and i'm a little confused as the reader would be if the reader was reading it in a lot of cases as well so it's sort of like we're experiencing this little bit of a unanswered question together and it makes us think I don't know. I just think it's like, this is the way I do it. Sometimes I'll look them up. Sometimes I, sometimes I won't. Hey, man, you want all the answers? I think you can find, you know, there's podcasts for that. People that study the article through and through. They give you like a real down-to-the-detail account of it. You can get that elsewhere. What I do is, it's just, it's a little weird. You know, it's what I do. And you're not going to get it anywhere else. So I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. But thank you so much for the feedback. I appreciate the feedback from all of you. If you have any sort of feedback, like the you know my microphone situation, I've been getting some feedback on. Some people like it. Some people think it's too loud. Yeah. So I appreciate that. You can reach out to the show anytime. Funnyjones at gmail.com. Call 646-450-2012. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, it's at Funny Jones on Facebook, it's comedian Jonesy. Check out the Patreon as always, p a t r e o n dot com slash weird af news. I'm making some updates to the Patreon page. Just kind of, just kind of making some changes to it. 
Because it says old stuff. It's like, oh, I'll give you one bonus episode a month. Actually, I've been doing two bonus episodes a month for the last, like, five months. So, like, I got to make those changes in there. Yeah, that's right. Two two bonus episodes you get. An extra, like, two and a half hours of Weird AF News just sitting there for the taking. So get into it. Patreon.com slash Weird AF News. Support Jonesy. Support the show. Five days a week. You're getting some something out of it? Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Buy Jonesy a cup of coffee a month. I appreciate you. Keep me caffeinated. Keep yourself caffeinated. Keep yourself weird. Keep your keep your head in the weird ass clouds, man. That's how I live life. Yeah, baby. <laughs>